Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Flavor of the Week, brought to you by Cap and Cork Beer, Wine, and Spirits, with 15 locations in Fort Wayne and New Haven. In good spirits, in good company. In Flavor of the Week, Kyle sits down with one of our local priests over four different episodes to sample variations of a favorite food or drink while they discuss the ins and outs of life as a priest. This is Kyle Hyman. I am here at St. Pius X Catholic Church in Granger. Here for Flavor of the Week with Monsignor Bill Schooler. Thanks for being here, Monsignor. Thank you for coming. Hey, uh, we, uh, I, I asked Father Nathan, who's here, uh, just kind of been new here, asked him what would be something that you would enjoy for Flavor of the Week. He mentioned IPA beers. And so our friends over at Captain Cork in Fort Wayne brought four different ones for us to try here. If you're up for it, this, uh, I'll just randomly grab them. And this is a, a double IPA. Oh, maybe we should save that one. Double IPA, is that it's a good. Is that one. like the grand finale? I like that. Oh, you do. You know this one, Hop Bullet. Let's save that one. Maybe we we'll start session ale. Maybe that would be a better starter. Sounds good. Is that okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, Father Nathan knows my, my my flavors. Father Nathan himself is a Pepsi drinker. Oh yes, yeah. Father Nathan was down in Decatur for he for was a he did year. he did a pastoral year at Decatur. We love Decatur. And joining us here in the in your office slash studio, you have a seminarian for a yes. We want, year? We're welcoming Sam Martinez to our parish. He's starting a pastoral year here, and he's only been here for forty eight hours. And we have given him all kinds of responsibilities. That's that's how it's how it's supposed to work, right? We'll have to definitely dive into that deeper. But uh, let's maybe first. Would you care to try our? I, I didn't introduce our our beverage here. This is a a Founders All Day IPA Session Ale. Sounds good to me. Okay, so when did you start getting into IPAs? Um, when I started biking. Okay, um, I've I've become an avid sa- cyclist, and uh-huh. I find that drinking a beer is is a great recovery drink, and it's also good for you nutritionally. <laughs> At least that's what I say. <laughs> Sam doesn't agree with that's, me, but that's what that's what we tell ourselves. That's what we tell ourselves. All right. So, tell me a little bit about your background, where you grew up, uh, when you started thinking about the priesthood, your discernment process, all that. Well, I'm really old, but um, <laughs> I was born in Decatur. You know that place. my hometown. That's your hometown. Yeah. I was born in Decatur. I went to St. Joseph grade school. I did too. Until the middle of my seventh grade year. Okay. And my mother was born and raised in Decatur. She went through Decatur Catholic High School. Sure. Um, and then when she married my father, they then settled in Decatur. So I can remember as a little kid, in fact, my first communion class was the first class in the new church. Oh, Okay. Wow. Well, it's not new anymore, but it was at that time. <laughs> but I can remember as a little kid going to Mass in the gym okay. while they were building the church. And so I remember as a little kid being fascinated by priests, just huh. being fascinated, wondering what they did, things like that. Who was the priest at the time? Uh, Monsignor Simons okay. was the, the pastor. And then uh, Monsignor Schmidt was the pastor when uh, my parents moved when I was in the seventh grade. Okay. And... Did you have much interaction with the priest? Would he come over for dinner? Were you an altar server? I was an altar server. Uh-huh. And I was afraid of Monsignor Simons. <laughs> <laughs> I was terribly afraid of him. And but I was I was intrigued by some of the young associates that we had at that time. So 
um, I was just intrigued. And we don't have any sisters there at the parish anymore, but there were probably quite a few at the time. Yes, sisters yeah. of St. Agnes. And were they running the school? They definitely were. Was that uh, a good experience for you? A, a very good experience. Yeah. A very good experience. Yeah, we had all all sisters. Okay. There was only one lay teacher. It was Mrs. Durkin. So that's uh, Father Dan Durkin's mother. She was the only lay teacher. <laughs> really? So at what point did you start thinking about the priesthood as a vocation? Well, <laughs> when we moved in the seventh grade, when I was in the seventh grade, that was tra a traumatic experience for me, very mm. traumatic. And we moved to another town. Uh, and fortunately, we were, actually, we moved to Wabash, Indiana. Uh -huh. And the pastor at that time was Father Zahn, okay. who was a wonderful guy. Um, he really was an inspiration for me. Father Adam Schmidt was the assistant at that time. And so I became more interested, but I was uh, a very insecure seventh grader and then eighth grader. And at that time, Wawasi prep was still open. And so I remember Father Schmidt came to the eighth grade class and said, which of you boys would like to go to see the preparatory seminary. Well, of course, we all went. Okay, and I was especially just just because it was a, a road trip, just a yeah, just to get out. And, yeah, or because also, you were actually interested. Well, and I had gone to CYO summer camp there. Uh huh. So I was intrigued with that place. Okay, and so of course I wanted to go <laughs> to the high school. Uh -huh. Of course I wanted to. Yeah, and um, <laughs> for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Part of the reason is, I, I remember I came home from school in the seventh grade. My mom sat us down and we were wondering where the dog was. Well, the dog was, they gave it away or whatever they did with the dog. That was number one. And <laughs> okay. then she said, number two, uh, your father's gotten a new job and we're moving. And number three, we're going to have a baby. Ah. So that just, it just threw me for a loop. So when my mother not only had a baby, she had twins. Okay. And then she spent probably two months in the hospital. She sure. almost died. It was a really difficult time. And so my dad took my sister and me out and my sister cooked and I was in charge of diapers. Hmm. And those are not disposable diapers. Right, right. And um, With the pins? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. for twins. And so I think, I was thinking, well, if I become a priest, I don't have to deal with this. Now, that's the very, you know, people say, Where, what are the origins of your vocation? Dirty diapers. Uh -huh. yeah. um, that's a terrible reason for going. Right. But I went. My parents were totally opposed to me going away. Really? But of course, they didn't want me yeah, to go yeah. away. But Father Zahn totally supported me. Father Zahn was a wonderful, wonderful pastor. Uh -huh. He really was. And my parents couldn't afford it. Mm. So he got somebody to pay my tuition. So another parishioner at Wabash paid my tuition for four years at Our Lady of the Lake. It was at that time Our Lady of the Lake. An interesting thing then, uh, after that, uh, I went down to St. Gregory Seminary and then Mount St. Mary's in Cincinnati. And then during my college and, and then theology years, I, I really began feeling called to the priesthood. Okay. We're here with Monsignor Bill Schooler at St. Pius X in Granger. Uh, trying an all-day IPA from Founders. What do you think of this one here? I think this it's good. It's got a nice bite to it, I think. Another thing that, it, this is an interesting story. Okay. So uh, eventually I became pastor of St. Jude in Fort Wayne. So that's, Is that your first assignment? No, that was pastor? my second assignment. My first assignment was in Columbia City at St. Paul the Cross. Okay. 
So I spent my first 10 years in this area, uh-huh. uh, five years at St. Matthew's, five years at St. Monica's in Mishawaka. As I an t- associate. As an associate. Okay. With really weekend help because I was full-time uh, chaplain at Marion High School. Oh, okay. And then I was transferred to St. Paul of the Cross. That was my first pastoral. Mm-hmm. And then to St. Jude. Well, St. Jude was right across the street from Parkview Hospital. Mm-hmm. And one day um, they asked me to go over and to anoint somebody. So this man was going to have heart surgery and I gave him the sacrament of the sick and I gave him communion. Mm-hmm. I went back later to uh, see how he was doing. And it was after the surgery that he revealed to me that he was the one who paid my tuition. No. Yes, he's the one who paid my tuition. And so he said, my investment has come back to me. Wow, that is beautiful. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. That is great. I had no idea yeah. he was the one. Huh. That's amazing how, how that just works out sometimes. It does. And it was a definite confirmation of my vocation. Yeah, yeah. So what has been some highlights of your priesthood? Well, um, I really enjoyed working in Marion High School. So I worked uh-huh. there for 10 years. I actually really didn't want to become a pastor uh, yeah. <laughs> because I was happy in high school work. But at that time, Bishop McManus says, you've got to become a pastor. We uh-huh. need pastors. So I went to Columbia City, and that was a great first parish for me. Those people were wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, They really did teach me how to be a pastor. They did. Great people. <laughs> how, how does the parish teach the pastor how to pastor? Well, they had a big job. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I worked under two pastors at St. Matthew's and, and St. Monica's, but I wasn't sure how to do it myself. And the people of Columbia City were very welcoming. They were wonderful. I, I really did learn a lot from them. I really did. Interesting. At what point did you become a Monsignor? Oh, that was when I was here at St. Pius. Okay. That was in Bishop Darcy's last days. Huh. So he called me and said, I'm going to make you a Monsignor. And I said, I'm not the Monsignor type. <laughs> and he says, I know that. <laughs> it's not about you. It's about the parish. So hmm. at that time, he made uh, the two of us who were pastors of the biggest parishes in the diocese, John Kuzmik and me. Uh-huh. He made us Monsignors and the directors of the cathedral, uh, Bob Schulte and Michael Heinz, uh-huh. uh, Monsignor Bruce Prochaki, who was working in the chancery, and then I think there was one other. What did you consider to be Monsignor type that you felt like you didn't fit at that description? Well, I was never impressed with Monsignors. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my brother saying to me, I thought Monsignors were old, crabby people. And I said, well, they are. Yeah. So, yeah, I never. Because <laughs> I, I don't think that at all of the Monsignors that I've gotten to know, Monsignor Heinz and Well, you Schulte didn't know Monsignor Simons in Decatur. You were too young. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he was crabby. You well, were afraid of him. Well, I was a little kid. Uh, <laughs> he barked, you know, and, and we were servers. And, if, you know, at, at that time, if you did do something right, they let you know. Yeah. What was seminary like for you? Um. It was good. It was a good experience. Going away for high school, I would never, ever recommend that ever again. Okay. Um, but of course, that was part of that day. So it was like boarding school, you're, you're staying was, in dorms, yeah, things it was, like that. It was a boarding school. And I got an excellent education. The Croziers were in charge at that time. Um, I went to St. Gregory's in Cincinnati and got a very good education there. They brought 
some professors in from Xavier University. Um, and I became really interested in English literature. And one of those professors really affected, you know, how I read and how I looked at literature. And then Mount St. Mary's was a good experience too. Okay. I liked Cincinnati. Yeah. And by that time, my parents had actually moved out of the diocese. My parents moved every four years. And so... Just when, because they got impatient and are oh my, bored with a location? And, my, father, for my father kept getting new jobs. Okay. There. And then also, one of the twins was Down syndrome. So mm. my youngest brother was Down syndrome. And they moved to Kokomo, partly because there was a program there that folded. Then to Lafayette... There was a good program there that was cut. Okay. And then they moved to Chicago, to the Chicago area. So by the time I was ready for ordination, they were living in Chicago. Yeah. And I had seriously thought about becoming a priest in Cincinnati. I loved Cincinnati. I'd been there for eight years. Uh But I'm really glad I stayed here. We're glad you are too. (laughs) And uh, excited to hear the whole back history and the story of building of the new church. It's beautiful for people that haven't seen the new church here at St. Pius X. And so we'll talk about that and, and try some other IPAs as well. But you approve of the the all-day IPA? Yeah, Good. I could drink this all day. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, we'll try some others and hear more from Monsignor Bill Schooler here on Flavor of the Week, brought to you in part by Captain Cork. <laughs> 